0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Abram Kipalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is some of my best friends, the Kabbalists. I'm here with Rafael Sinota Goluk, or either way, from Ashkelon Eretz Israel. And uh, we've been talking about the Avodah of the Makubal, the Avodah of the Kabbalist a that isn't <laughs> curtailed only to tefillah and Torah, but of course really wraps around his whole day, um, a day that includes, as we were saying last time, eating and drinking, and maybe even especially eating and drinking, brochas that are involved, um, kavanos. So why don't we, uh, as this is universally uh, understood as something that is not the simplest thing to do. The Mesut Sharm speaks about the idea of becoming a misbeach. and one of the highest levels of, 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 of and Zahiros and Kedusha. You finally reach that level where when you eat, it's such solashem shamayim that you're being mala. Uh, and we talked about that last week. So why don't you take us up from there about, uh, um, imagine that you are and let's say it is you you are the Kabbalist, you are the Mekobol, son or a holy person and take us through from Natilas Yadayim to the Ham, at least let's do Nathilas Yadayim and Hamloitzi and, and tell me what's going on in, inside the mind of that person who's who's living in this way
1: go mm-hmm. ahead okay okay um... Well, first of all, you should know about Mukubolem is that they don't like talking about their personal experiences. I mean, in, in that in that respect, Mukubolem are very much unlike um, your you know run of the mill mystics who just love talking about what they're experiencing, and, and uh, it's it's not considered in good taste, you know, to talk too much about what's happening to me. you find, you know every every once in a while, you'll find like some, uh, some, Akubo, like, uh, let's say Kamar Narebi who wrote a, who wrote a diary of sorts right. or, or, right. or B'chaim Vital who, who wrote that kind of thing. But most of the time, you know, keep, keep, keep our cards pretty, you know, uh, close to, um, close to our chest, I guess, you know, way of saying that. Um, and it's always, it's always much easier to talk about the, the, technical aspects of the kavanas um and, you know the, the the gematrias and the Tzirufim and all that than it is to talk about like you know what it means to me or how it, how it goes with me um so that's that's quite a bit harder i think it, in one of the previous um conversations i i i prefaced what the the basic or at least one of the basic ways that that eating could be conceptualized if you're if you're doing it according to the Hasidisha derech you know and that is to to realize that there's these um, you know sparks of holiness that are embedded in the material world, and that um, the whole process of not all just not just eating the food, but also of uh, of working the land, harvesting, creating the food, cooking all of those all those things are are you know part and parcel of the of the process that a um, a spark has to go up before it can become part of you and then in terms you can use that as as um as a as avadata so which would be the way that that uh, particular aspect of the physical world achieves its its fulfillment and part of this experience means understanding and this is the, the balatanya has this worked out quite well is that the world is is fundamentally conscious I mean, it's not, it's not conscious in the way that you and I are, you know, it's not a, hu- it's not a human conscious, consciousness, but it is, it is conscious in, you know, in, in the sense that there is an energy in everything that exists that comes from Akadosh Baruch was the source of consciousness and the source of being, and that when you, you know, when you can reach out and, and so to speak, touch this this consciousness, you awaken it, and it becomes—you know—it becomes part of you. It expands your own, it expands your own mind, and and uh, therefore you can turn this consciousness that you've achieved over to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then you are bringing Hakadosh Baruch Hu's self back to himself, so to speak. Um, and that's why the the Hallelah uh, Nitzotot, you know, creates a very big Simcha bashamayim You know, um, another another thing that Mekubalim um have a tendency to understand is that contrary to a, let's say more a more musarika approach that that holds that you know hakadosh Baruch Hu gets no benefit from anything that we do not ultimately the only purpose of mitzvot are to um are to help us achieve our goals okay so hakadosh Baruch Hu knows what's best for us and he gives us mitzvot so that we can achieve what we need to achieve um but HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not receive from his from his creatures. So part of um, part of the um, teachings of the Makubalim, not universally, because I think Ram Khalistim don't, uh, don't buy into this very much, but um, the idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu receives from us, when we do Yehudim in his, in his attributes, we're actually in some sense Okay. Okay. And, and 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 therefore generating Ychudim in his in his attributes. And when you have a ychud, it's something that we really do. And we do it for him in a way that he either I wouldn't say cannot, but does not do it for himself. So that is a way in which um you know to you know, we 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 benefit that kadosh We we and I think it it's for scary. Hashem's sake. But, but I think, think it's you scary. know.
0: I think as Gershon Scholem has pointed out that this is part of the dynamism which led to the fervor. In other words, the idea of you can actually be a, a, a living partner in this uh, cosmic demiurgic uh, uh, scenario makes you excited about that. Even though you know that ultimately God is the ultimate being and your existence is dependent on that. But in the structure that he developed, he gave you a great part, right? And that's something that,
1: uh, and, that is, and he, you know, he gave you, he gave you the ability, you know, he gave you the ability to to be good to him, right? You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, Adam, adam Shemit Chased Im Kono, right? which is which is really a tremendous Chos. You know, the Mal who has all perfection, who has everything and needs and needs nothing. Ultimately, creates some vehicle so that I can be good to him. And what's the point of that? Yeah, well, you know, said, the point of that is to have a shared experience. With uh, Hakadosh Baruch Hu and, uh, and to and to be one with Him, so
0: which is the Chabadskers talk about the Oneg right. HaEliyon. They talk about what's achieved on Shabbos or on Shabbat, as you would say, coming from where you're in Ashkelon now. Yeah, but, but the Oneg which happens as the as the Aliyah occurs, we go to a level beyond Bria. We go to a level of of Oneg otsum of that uh, is, is, is 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 so sublime that yes, there is no you and in, in God. It's it's the ultimate uh, Hizchavrus, which I, I get that. I, I, but, I, but, you know, b- because I think people yeah. want to hear, uh, you know, things that are in the concrete. Let, let me try to goad you into this. And I'm going to just kind of speculate based on my own limited knowledge here. I, uh, I asked you before about doing a Tilas, you know, washing the Tilas and going through this, which we know is one of the most allowed institutions hallowed in the fact that it's one of the most ancient you know it's 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 it's, it's connected back to shlomo Abelah yeah. and others it's one of the first takonos that we have and different than let's say i'm going to contrast and you can take this if you think it goes anywhere in the tila Yadayim, there's of course the pool of the water on the hands there's also the words that are being uttered by every person including the Mekobol, which has right? which is invoking the fact that this is a command right um and, and it has commanded us which of course is a is a nusach that we all know is true by every mitzvah but this is something that people say without thinking the Makubo obviously means something different when he says, despite the rabbinic origins or whatever it was, the origins, right? Where vis a vis the Hamotzi, which comes next, let's say, or whatever the Pachachas is, where you don't invoke God as a commander. It's Birchas Hanenin. It's the bracha of Hanukkah. So why don't you again? I think that's already some fertile ground to uh, for you to sp- to explain some distinctions between the bracha that invokes God as the commander and the mitzvah as uh, giving us imbuing us with a sense of our duty and holiness versus a bracha that's about the pleasure or the um, the, w- w- the item in front of you. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'll well, I'll try. Um, I was I was going to get to the tilati daim. You know, this was the, what I what I said previously was something of a preamble to that.
0: Yeah, I'm just, um, I'm, just I'm I'm just one of these. You know. I'm one of these sweaty producers <laughs> trying to get the talent to get to where we got to go because you know what I'm saying. Yeah. People's attention spans aren't what they used to be. But go ahead.
1: Well, I do I do realize that, uh, but un- unfortunately, when you know when when you when you're doing kavanas, you know everything is connected to everything, and and um. So that makes it a bit difficult to to you know boil it down to like uh, sound bites.
0: Yeah, I, again.
1: But you know, anyway, I but here let me so let me let me let me try let me not, let me try not to waste anybody's anybody's time and get and get right down to it. The reason the reason why I started with the whole halat nitzotzot so thing is because that's that is one model of what it means to eat. Okay, and and when you're eating with that model, what you're doing is you're drawing things up towards yourself, and and uh, and and from yourself, you're moving them up to Akadosh Baruch Hu through But the minute you make a bracha, you also realize there's something else going on because you know Baruch Ata Hashem Elokinu ha Havlam Hamutzila Chemin At that point, it's no longer, you know, you're you're describing a process where you go to Baruch Hashem, so that so you're already looking at Hakadosh Baruch You're already looking at Olam Atzilut. You're looking up when you make your bracha, so to speak. You're, going, you're looking from Olam HaAsiyah up to the hierarchy to Olam Atzilut. And in Olam Atzilut, you're looking not at, um, you know, Chesed Brat Netzachod Yisod and Malchut, which would, you know usually called Zeir and Malchut. You're looking at the origin of Zayran and Malchut, which is Aba Nima, because Baruch is Aba okay and ata in some way or another is ima and you you bringing about some kind of Yichud in those two parts of him right and what you're drawing from that Yichud is obviously something that is for the lack of a better term spiritual and it's it's a it's a it's a, shefla, it's a light that you're drawing down and this this makes for an interesting question because usually when we're drawing down light okay that is a process that is referred to usually as receiving mochin. And the, the way the process works is that first the erotpin and malchut receive their mochin, and then they have yichud, and then the mochin continue to pour down through the hierarchy until, until you receive them. And you receive them because you are the happy individual who brought that about, who, you know, who, who, who made that happen. Okay?
0: So hang on. So, so, let's, so we have baruch, which is God is the ultimate Mashpia, the Abba, right? You have right. Atta, where you can sort of amazingly refer one-on-one. Like, and that's Ima, right? That's that's right. A, a different aspect, right? And then we have Yudke Vovke, right? Which is right. which is the totality, I guess, but specifically Zerant, right? Right, or, or, right? And Elokeinu is yeah. getting it. El-kenu is going even further down. Mm-hmm. Melech Olam is Malchus, right? Is the last Sphera, right, Melech Olam? Am I, am I wrong about this, or Melech?
1: Um, you know, listen, you're certainly surely... <laughs> because certainly was you know, the, the significant point here is that you're certainly not wrong. Okay, um, the the significant point here is is that is that when you're making a bracha, you are you're 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 calling down Shefa from Abba Nima through Zeranpin down to you know down to this world. That's what you're. That's what you're doing, okay. We can quibble about the particular nature of the process, okay. So we we, we can put that aside. But you know, yeah. Baruch atah, Abba, Ima, Hashem, Zeranpin, Elokeinu. Uh, you know, Elokeinu would be let's say that like like some side of Zeranpin and or maybe Leah or Tzuf le'a, and then you know Melech Haolam, Malchut, and so forth, coming down you know coming down the pipeline, okay, and. Once again, what I'm trying to focus on is that this is typically a way of receiving mochin, and this why does I, not directly explain, seem.
0: To, why don't you explain mochin?
1: Okay, mochin just sim- simply means brains. Okay, but it's a it's a way it's a way of referring to a state of illumination, a state of a state of uh, you know receiving a higher consciousness that comes from Ekhad Baruch So it's a, it you would generally, once again, speaking. In common terminology, you'd say this is a spiritual thing as opposed to a material thing. So when you're out, when you're in the world and you think, you know, you think that you're thinking as eating in terms of lifting something up to yourself, okay, as, as abstracting something from the material to bring it up to the level of your own consciousness, that's one kind of, that's one kind of thing, okay, but receiving from shamayim, that's a different kind of thing. Okay, and when, you, and when you make a bracha hamotim lechem in haaretz, you are actually not activating the bottom-up model, you're activating the top-down model. And so then you have to ask yourself, okay, so what's the relationship between this illumination that would be coming into a person's mind and the material food that's coming up through a process of refinement and entering the person's mouth to be chewed and swallowed? How do those things? How do those things fit together? That would that's that's kind of like the the question here, and the answer I think is pretty is pretty interesting. Okay, because it took this took me a long time a long time to get right, and I'll once again I'll try to I'll I'll try to keep it simple. The truth is that eating really does come down min hashemayim, right? The sparks that you are getting when you eat have already been lifted up to abanima. There's already been a process whereby all of that material has already been extracted and lifted up to Keter Aba Anima. It's already gone, it's already gone way up high. And this is what's going to come down, and you're gonna have to, and you're gonna have to receive it. The issue is, is that when it comes down, let's say, to your level as an individual person eating it, okay, the illumination is too drastic to contain because basically it comes, it comes from a, a merging of opposites. You know, the materiality, the objectivity, the the, the, the stuff, okay, which includes. F- Previously fallen sparks and stuff, which have been lifted up, but then it gets fused with something that comes from the infinite. And and in the language of the Ariya Kadosh, we'd call it Ma Uben. You know, Ben is the is the is the um, the individual, the sparks, the specificity, the limitedness, and the name Ma is more the infinity. Okay, and infinity. Is going to be more comfortable in your subjective space, and, and the objectivity is going to be more comfortable in the objective space. But here it's all coming to you as a single ray of Shefa through which God is going to sustain you. And Hashem has already pulled all that up to, up to Shemaim and, and made it one with his kind of thing. But once you get it onto your level, the conflict reemerges and then you have to reestablish the unif- the, that that unity between the internal and the external or if you like it's really it's really unification within the dimension of dot okay which has two sides that always has two sides it has hasadim and gvrot. so you 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 absorb the hasadim the gvrot seems to go out into the into the world and then you have to work again on making the external internal and the internal external if i'm if i'm making any sense
0: okay so let me let me tell you what therefore
1: let me let me just let me let me me just let me just get to the punchline okay The, the real eating the real eating is when you bring the light into yourself on whatever level that happens that doesn't actually happen on the level of what we perceive as the physical body the whole experience of the physical body in the world eating and trying to take this stuff and make sure that it gets inside my mouth. Okay. And also to, let's say, speak words of Torah so that something comes out of my mouth and into the world. That whole experience is, is a experience that is generated by this light hitting, coming into, let's say, your higher, coming into your Keter, let's say. Okay. But from there, it, from, from there it becomes the material experience that we have of eating and consuming All right. so you th- you know in, in in a way you think that what you're eating over here is what's going to sustain you okay but the, the truth is that whole experience has already been gener- is being generated by the light that you are receiving right. so therefore the 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 kavana for eating is actually kavana for breaking down the midat hadin that you have in the objective world fusing it with the midat chesed that you have in your internal world and bringing about the harmonization of both of those things again and from that your body because you take from the external and make it internal and also because you take from the internal and I mean, I can I can tell you, you know, that I'll, if you if you want me to go down into this, I can get into the technical kavana for 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 how this is done. Okay, and I I actually I actually wrote it down here. You know, um, oh dear. Let's just let's just let's just say like this. There's there's a, there's three alephs. There's an external aleph, there's an internal aleph, and there's a transitional aleph that's in between the two different spaces. Okay. Those alephs are teeth. In other words, you have if you if you take the letter aleph, so you split, you know, alif has one line and, and two yuds. Okay? If you split the line down the middle, you'll get two letters Vav plus two yuds. Two letters yah, two letters vav plus two yuds is supposed to equal. Because I'm very, very bad with math, but it's supposed 26. to equal thirty-two. Two, two twelve, yuds. twelve two. plus two yuds is twelve plus ten,
0: oh, no, the, thirty-two. No, the, why is it twelve? Because the because the aleph has because
1: you because you split because you split the vav. Just, just imagine in your mind that you take the I middle understand. vav with the aleph and you slice it down, slice it down the middle. Of the lay okay um and there you have so so now you have two vavs and you have two yuds that adds up to 32 so 32 is your teeth that's the number of teeth supposedly that there are in the in the uh in the human mind okay um and then you can also then you can also do another another aleph which comes out to be yud vav vav dalid Okay, because instead of writing it Yud Vav Yud, you write it, you know, Yud Vav Dalid. Okay, and that is... And if you do that, you have... Um, that That actually does equal... What does that equal? Uh, you, uh,
0: Yud Vav Dal- Somehow,
1: it's it somehow, it somehow supposed to equal Ochel. Uh-huh. Um. Well, yud vav is sixteen, and vav dalad is ten. So no, that's yes. Yeah, so that's so that's twenty six. And if you take twenty six plus you, this aleph plus the previous aleph, so you have lamed bet plus kaf vav, and that gives you Ochel. forty eight. Right, lamed bet. Well, actually, it's supposed to be f- fifty eight. I'm sorry, fifty eight. Fifty eight. Noach, which is which is Noach. Noach fits in here somewhere. Okay. So these are these are these are the kind of manipulations that that are are the actual body of the kavana And frankly, I'm quite weak with them because I don't have quite the the agility to you know to hold all this hold all this stuff in my mind. I'm much more like you know. And incidentally, that's one of the things that you learn when you when you. The, Major difference between Sfarishim and Hasidishim is this: the learned learn the kavanas beforehand, but they try to do the kavanas in kind of a somewhat a much a, a general state of um, shall we say, dveikus. Okay, so you you understand what's kind of happening, but you don't have to don't have to imagine these letters and that letter and this number and that number. mashenke and the Svartish Mukubalim or you know or even other Makubalim that were in the time of the Balshamto that had different approaches. They really focused a lot on on the on the on the technology on, on taking the letter Aleph, on splitting it in half, on doing the yudvav, yudvav you know, and all that all that sort of stuff. And, so, but the gist uh, of what I'm trying to say is that is that it it turn, it turns out that our experience of eating as a material act is itself a manifestation of something that's much deeper it's a manifestation of something that is basically coming down Min, and in our experience, it is translated into into a physical experience of eating
0: so I, just two little responses. the first one is that um it, now we, I think, based on what you're saying, we understand that the eating of the mun of 40 years, or whatever it was, 38 and a half, or 39 and a half years, or almost 40 years, mm-hmm. um, was a very crucial embedded experience for us because it's sort of, it isn't just magical food. All food is really mun, right? All food is, in a sense, mun. The mun that Claudius ate, the Dordeya, and the midbar, right? The mun that they were eating was really, it wasn't just a, a, a parallel uh, or a, a, a muscle for eating. It was actually what eating really is, right? Really, right? It isn't as much, it, it's an illusion to feel. This is what man has done by rolling up his sleeves and I planted the seed. And this is my physical thing. That's part of my physical world. And hereby I am now going to serve God with it. But really what you have is something, as you said, that comes from a very higher place now even though it was a seed from the ground that that actually germinated into this wheat plant and you and you went through all these uh, progressions till you were able to get this wonderful bread or pizza whatever it is you made from it it really is something and this is what you referred to before that it, 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 it did come from the ground but the ground and even that physical ground was really part of God's super, the supernal worlds before this world, right? Is what you were saying, that in a way, although it's definitely from this sphere of existence, but ultimately its roots, literally, in a sense, are connected to the world before this world, the world that we call the Oilam HaTohu, the world that this world is built on. So you might have this thing, which seems to be the most physical thing that you were able to extract from the ground, But what you're really talking about is something that is sort of like a gift that preceded our existence, right? Something which is, it has obviously qualities, uh, physical qualities the scientists and uh, people who know botany and agriculture understand. But what it also has is a life force and an energy that really stems from something that's even higher than yourself, right? Because we are sort of. We are sort of Tequan individuals. And this is something, I think that's what you were saying, it's something that's really, it, it, it's, it's already come from, it, it really the source of it is something already high and immense. Right? And it, it, Yes. Right? So despite the illusion, there's an illusion that this is something that you, you went to Michael's and got the seed and planted it in the ground, and it's the most grimy physical thing that you got to get dirty about. But really, what you're talking about—that that that incredible life energy—is something that is really part of God's ultimate will. That really found, according to the Kabbalistic des- description of the worlds before this world, it found its its ultimate origins in a world that preceded our world, right? The world that is the basis that our world is based on. Am I am, am I off the mark here? I'm just trying to give an explanation. Yeah,
1: I'll. I'll... Well, I'll add, I'll add one thing that will probably be helpful, you know, um, when you, your food is really a outpouring of Shefa from Olam HaTzilut. And of course, nothing comes down from Olam HaTzilut until something went up from Olam HaTohu to Olam HaTzilut at some point. So that means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has already uplifted the sparks for you. The only thing that you really need to do is to do the birur, to do the, you know, how do you, how do you fit them together? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is able to fit them together because he's absolute oneness. But when it's going to come down to your life, absolute oneness isn't going to cut it because you're not, because you're not there. You have to do the process of integration. So, fundamentally the whole experience of the growth of the wheat and the work and the doing and the making and all of that all of that whole gigantic experience which is which is basically an experience that we have in the world is a result of how this shefa hits our mind and not the mind that we usually think of think in terms of that it's it, it's the higher mind that the shefa hits it and that's that mind translates the shefa into the experience that we think we've had working and planning and plowing and and baking and okay so it's not as if to say that those things didn't really happen in 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 the real world but they but when we get the shefa we experience them in a new way and therefore it somehow fits in together with the with the historical antecedents that we're that we're familiar with, but it really is it really is on the other hand an entirely new thing All right and so yeah. the, so the, so the remedys to this by the way is tefillin. you have tefillin on your head and and uh, and the, the plastic is really quite clear about this Hashem um, befiha and from that, we learned, by the way, that you're only allowed to make tefillin from something that you're allowed to eat. Okay? So tefillin is the, is the basic receptacle. Now, if you want to know where you really eat from, you eat through your tefillin. And the, the mochin that you have from tefillin, they are the ones that translate that light into the experience that we have of eating, which we take as a very, very solid, worldly, you know, realistic experience. Okay, but it's constructed, and it's constructed in the here and now by the by the by the shefa. Even though we you know even though we perceive that experience as having antecedents that go back as you know as far as as far as the beginning of creation for you know for all that any of us really know, but it lives from it lives from this moment. And the so the reason why you're going to make a bracha by the way before you eat is because you want to shift your awareness from from being in the world that has a historical beginning where basically what you are is predicated on what you were and you want to shift your awareness to a situation where you are receiving in the present and that everything that you remember about how this bread got to your table okay, is actually manifesting now because of the activity of your higher mochin, your, your, your tefillin, so to speak.
0: So, okay. so, so in a way, my original question to you can now be answered. Because I was one of the points I brought up was that uh, the act of mitivas yadayim, which is a command, which was a, a something that the the rabbis instructed us to do as part of sivuyim, uh, is actually a lower bracha, even though it seems to invoke God as the commander and God investing us with holiness. The bracha, the birchas hanenin, is really based on the action that's going to happen, which is. Life force, chius, right? You're gonna take something, consume it, and it's going to produce a life is actually in its simplicity is actually reaching to a higher place than the Bracha of the Tzivui. The Birka Samitzvah, right? Mm, right?
1: Not really, no. Actually, any 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 samitzvah happens much more in the uh, in the essence of Eulem Hatzilus that permeates all of reality. But it doesn't.
0: But but but, but it's not like you're saying this food is really something that came from a higher source. You, the illusion is, is that you are a product of the past, that you are some product of everything that has preceded. Just like the bread is the some product of the sea that went into the ground. But really, that's not the case. And the bruch alerts you to that, right? The bruch alerts you. Well, let me.
1: so let me so let me set up the relationship between a tilat yadaim and and uh, and the eating. Okay, Right. Um the any any mitzvah happens on, shall we say, a more inward dimension than than eating. Okay. And that's you know um that's the difference between birkata and bilkata mitzvot. Birkata mitzvot, if you're in Olam HaAsiyah right now. The mitzvah or any mitzvah for that for that matter, happens in asiyah daatzilut. the way the way asiyah is represented in the world of atzilut, and that's where that's where the mitzvah happens, and that's where the bracha happens also. Okay, when you're when you're actually eating, right? Then you are then you're more in the olam haasiyah as it as it is, even though you're in a mirror. You're more inward place in Olam Hasiah because you're being sustained directly by a Kadosh Baruch Hu, but you're you know where you are when you're eating is external to where you are when you're fulfilling when you're fulfilling a mitzvah okay but that's kind of like beside the point because what you're remember that in order to eat you have to have a new mind you have to have a new head so to speak okay um, you know, you have to you have to manifest your tefillin now. Now, why? And it's an interesting question why you wouldn't want to be wearing tefillin while you eat. Okay, that's you know, that's 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 interesting, Shylo.
0: Well, people so, were. I would assume that up until the
1: you know the, the time. I knew, well, I, I think there's generally You know, to to have a suda with your tefillin on. Okay, mishum. You know, because of gufnoki or or you know stuff like that. Even even though I was I was kind of interesting, it was kind of interesting for me to find that you know you, you go to a Sephardi yeshiva, you'll will see people drinking their you know cups of coffee because everybody always drinks coffee in 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 base or to well. Maybe they nibble on some cookies and things, you know. And they do that with they do that with um, But anyway, I'll call You know the 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 reason why the reason why you wear tefillin is to is to um, is to as it were you know develop this place where the moichin can enter it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have them on while you eat and we don't generally eat with on. but I'll, the um, anyway what am I trying to say? The idea of of netilat yadaim um, of, okay is that you cannot receive any minds unless you have a head or a brain in which to receive them so you have to take some aspect of yourself as it currently is and you have to kind of grow ahead All right now everybody has let's say let's say like um three parts of him you have an inner self you have a self and you have an external self All right the the inner self is always transcendent okay but it isn't always contained if you want to begin to contain the inner you, the inner self you have to grow um, a higher kind of stature so to speak and the job of your middle parts of okay is to grow that additional place so what you're doing when you you know generally your your hands upper body torso rep- is representative of your of your middle parts of because it's the middle of your body. And when, you're, when your hands are in their natural condition, okay, they tend to be oriented towards the world. Like we use our hands. So what you want to do is you want to reverse the direction of your hands. And in order to do that, you have to purify them because there is a achiza of the on yut on your hands. And you want to release your hands from that, from that um, entanglement. So therefore, you can turn the hands from being from pointing down, so to speak, to pointing up. And when you lift your hands up, which is part of the, you know, in the end of the tilat yadai, you, lift, you lift your hands upward, you are basically growing, you're trying to manifest a higher head, which can then absorb the or and make the translation into experience so that you can actually eat so first you have to grow a head okay and then you can make a bracha and receive the receive the shefa so in some way or another the act of growing the head is something that you do in the atzilut of asiyah right okay? um, the, the head that you grow is somewhat more external to that because it has to be on, you know on, on the external side of that because you're eating and eating always has to do with the with the external sense of of your of your self okay so that's the that's the that's the idea of 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 natilakti die all right um
0: i think we've i think we've definitely uh, grown a lot of uh <laughs> new ideas here and sort of like a um, sort of like uh, you know, part in the metaphor but sort of like um Uh, Fungi uh, that have (laughs) risen on that have (laughs) arisen on a a a a, a stump of wood. We've now got a lot of interesting shapes that we didn't have before. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So Um, I think
0: we should. I think think we should. uh, We could probably get with a bunch of food metaphors here, but I think we should. I think we've been into a lot. We've got to chew it. We've we've got a lot to chew on. There's a lot of stuff on the table, and uh, you've provided a lot of. You've definitely peppered. Uh, a lot of these ideas, uh, with aspects uh, that really need um, some, uh, some 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 uh, food for thought, is, is 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 an understatement here.
1: I think we I think yeah. we got it.
0: Let's table it here and and hopefully talk a little bit more uh, and, and and spend the week trying to balance ourselves and uplift ourselves and 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 and, and thinking more when we make these brachas every single day. Uh, thanks a lot, mate. Thanks a
1: lot. Oh, we, we're out of time?
0: I, I think so. I think
1: so. <laughs> you're out of time, you're out of, you know, you're out of brain space too. You know, it's hard. It's hard. These, you know, and uh, it's hard for me because I'm like explaining these things like the first time in my life or I actually ever, you know, bother trying to tell anybody about it because all yeah, right.
0: Well, we definitely appreciate it. We were definitely, we're going to absorb and we're going to let these things break down. remember
1: remember the man, okay? And I'll I'll lend I'll, end, I'll end Perhaps if I, you know, I mean, you can cut this out if you don't have, if we don't if we're out of time. But uh, I'll just I'll just say like this, you know, when you when you when you learn about the mun, you, you kind of have the idea that it was also some kind of prophetic experience because you know they used, they used to say that the, the rishim had to go find their mun out in the out in the hills, you know. Tzadikim used to get their mun delivered at the front door. So the rishim being rishim, why didn't they just pick up the the tzadikim's mun and take it home? You know, let the tzaddikim go run around, right? But the idea would be that, that the Risham can't see the tzaddikim's man. They can't, they, they can't get at it. And why not? Well, the, because they don't see it. It's not there. It's not there for them. So something that is there for them is already the quality of a, of a nivuah. It's already the quality of a prophetic vision, which means to say that the essence of the man is to receive the vision, to receive the shefa. And then that shefa gets translated into a kind of experience, and the nature of the experience that you have depends on who you are. If you're a tzaddik, you have a very easy experience. If you're if you're if you're a rush, you got to beat yourself to death climbing up the you know the sharp rocks to find it in the hills and the and you know on the on the, the mountain tops. Okay, and and one and one one's person experience is not commensurate to another person's, nor are they exchangeable. Now the Risham just can't come and pick up the Tzadikim's Mun and run home and say, hey, 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 "Look what I did," okay? Because they're not going to find it there.
0: Uh, well, there's no doubt that the that, the, that mm-hmm. every all all the Divray Torah and Chazal about the Mun is all suffused with mystical and uh, experiences which were transported. Even the fact that the, what every little child knows, your grandchildren and my grandchildren know, that if you any that the Mun could taste like anything is in itself an, uh, almost a prophetic right. aspect that's occurring. And you can actually be able to bond and, 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 and create these type of things. So, the, one,
1: the one thing that was missing with the man was the backstory. You know, when, we eat, when you eat a slice the bread, you've got a big backstory that goes into it also. You know, um, the, the plowing, the planting, the growing, the, the baking, you know. Okay, so you get a piece of bread with a gigantic backstory, which, which back really gives it a lot of substance for you. You know, if you're, if you're eating man, you got the, you know, you have the experience. Okay, you have the shefa, you don't have the backstory, which is why the and man get, is much more revelatory of the truth than what we get. Okay.
0: And you also, you again, know? as Chazal as tells us, it's lechem evarim it doesn't have equal, it doesn't have the breakdown it, you don't go to the bathroom afterwards it doesn't have the whole bureau process it really is the pure aspect of what
1: uh, it has a beer it has a bureau process of some sort otherwise otherwise you wouldn't have to eat it you know
0: right, but, um, but because but, but,
1: because, but because bureau once again here means reestablishing the connection between between the between two things, which were shalom, shalom kind of, but
0: as the Chazavish right. says, there was no equal. It, 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 equal is is it, on a medical level is meant to break down the 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 substance and then send it to the places in the body in which it can where it can do the, where it's goes to the bloodstream and into the 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 the, the caloric right. energy. Whereas the man did that immediately. As soon as it went into the system, it automatically was able to be piled that continuing life force. And uh, the Chazanish right. develops a lot of interesting halakhos based on that. I'm sure you're, you're familiar with this. I
1: think we got to wrap no, this no, up. No, I'm not. Yeah. Okay, man.
0: <laughs> Take care. We'll,
1: All we'll right. Be,
0: we'll, we'll be in touch, hopefully, very, very
1: soon. <laughs> we'll be in touch. You know, uh, I hope you're still willing to come back after this one.
0: Uh, um, yeah. I, I'm ready for the next course. Take care, everybody. Be well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay,
1: Thanks for joining us for
0: another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.